0: Scott Brown, former U.S. Senator, U.S. Senate candidate here in New Hampshire, and of course does the thing, uh, the political thing nationally on the analysis side, Wayne, on this Friday morning. Good morning, Senator. How are you?
1: Hey, good morning, uh, Jack, to you and your, your listeners. Merry Christmas to everybody, and I hope you all have a great end to the old year and a, a fantastic 2024 and yes the christmas shopping has not been done it, it will start in, in about uh, three hours
0: <laughs> are you are you like are you like me i like waiting till the very very end because the deals are the best and the shop owners are always glad to see you when they get right near christmas right
1: <laughs> absolutely absolutely take advantage of every bargain i do have a house full of uh, uh, people that do uh, enjoy shopping, and I don't. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why? wait a minute, wait a minute. I think this could be cathartic. Why is it that I feel all these Amazon packages and the, and the shopping is not me? But anyway, hey, let's let's talk. A, I want to talk a little bit about you're having a great time, and your band's getting all around. Before we get into that at Wally's in this event, what, what do you, what's your take? uh You know this stuff so very very well. Here we are, just a few, you know. January 23rd is going to be here pretty quick. Let's just go to that latest St. Anselm Institute of Politics poll the other day. It has Donald Trump if you look at this thing from their point of view, about 44%, a 14-point lead over Nikki Haley at 30. Chris Christie and then DeSantis just not catching on. Vivek Ramaswamy seemed to go more in the single digits, but Nikki Haley's definitely on the move. You know, got a key endorsement from uh, from uh, Governor Chris Sununu. She may get one from others, including you. I don't know, but my point is, what, is this a race between Haley and Trump or not?
1: Well, I, I always thought that, uh, you know, she's doing it the New Hampshire way. She's she's basically living here. I see her all all over the place. And, Mike, you check around our area. You've probably seen a lot of signs of very uh, substantial uh, voters and businesses uh, in, in the area. I, see, I don't see any DeSantis signs. I see a couple of Trump signs. I see no Christie or Ramaswamy signs of any places that actually have houses on them. Uh, that being said, yeah, listen, uh, I said months ago that New Hampshire – traditionally breaks late and uh, obviously it's closer than i think uh, president trump would like because you can see he's kind of going after her now uh that, that being said until Christie or ram Swamy or with the standards are all three of them drop out um you're really not going to see the numbers i don't think move much more probably another two or three points um but you know i've been wrong before but i, I don't think so i think you know she's she's going to uh Keep working hard, and I think New Hampshire is going to break, and I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. And I think President Trump's making a mistake by not debating. Uh, he's not really campaigning. He does a rally here and there, but that's it. But, you know, Nikki and others are going, you know, all over the place, and that's what, what people in New Hampshire expect.
0: Let me ask you, and I, you've hosted with, uh, with uh, Gail, uh, your, as I call my smarter, prettier, better half, Gail, um, uh, your, your wife, uh, you've hosted a lot of these backyard barbecues, kind of a, many of the candidates, nonpartisan. Are you going to be weighing in on this thing? Are you going to be making an endorsement or not? Well, first of all, we had everybody
1: uh, except yep. President Trump. We even had RFK Jr. We had 2,000 people for him. And, and don't forget, he is a little bit of a factor because he has ballot access. Uh, He's actually has over 200,000 volunteers. He's got the funds to get on the ballots, and that's what he's doing as an independent, and that's going to affect. Yeah, listen, I I believe I'm going to endorse. I said I would after the barbecues and after the holidays. I think it's important to put your money where your mouth is, and, Listen, my endorsement is just one person. It's a person. It's really, I don't know if it matters, you know, whether it's me or the governor or anybody, because it's the people that get out there and right, vote. Right. It's just their opinions. Right. Uh, you know, I I just feel it's important to let people know uh, where you stand and why, and you know, they can take it or leave it.
0: Hey, real quickly. It seems that uh, on the Donald Trump side, just from analysis point of view versus, uh, you know, what you think in terms of good or bad, that it's – I said to someone this morning earlier, a buddy of Talking on the way in to do the show, it seems like every time they – folks that just don't like Donald Trump and they get political, whether it's Supreme Court justices in Colorado, whether it's the Attorney General in New York City or New York State – you look at this Colorado ballot thing, it just seems like they ironically make Trump more relevant. It actually helps. It actually boosts his support among people, maybe even some independents who realize he hasn't been convicted of anything regarding January 6th, hasn't been charged, convicted, and they've, they, they, you know, politically or subjectively taken him off a ballot, and it just seems to backfire. Do you get that sense sometimes?
1: Yeah, listen, I, I, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, the,
0: the Alvin Bragg case was
1: the first in it. And people are saying, what? You're taking a state issue and kind of morphing it into a federal issue and try to you know, bring, a, uh, bring a case. Uh, and it's like, what? And, uh, and, and so that was the first step. But, yeah, what happened in Colorado is uh, very interesting in that um, you have the Democrats who basically have a president who's fumbling and bumbling as extremely low poll numbers. They're getting desperate, and they'll do anything to keep President Trump off the ballot. Okay, so they do have the right to do that. They, they deal and regulate elections, so that, that's a given. Uh, however, the, the big problem is, as you referenced in your in your statement just now, yes, he has not been charged under statute for insurrection, and and he also has not been given due process, as, as he's allowed to have, and, and uh, have a jury of his peers, because he's not even a criminal defendant. So the, even the, the chief justice of the Colorado Supreme Court said, you know the cases without merit. There's no due process, and don't forget that the the statute that they're using was meant for Confederate soldiers to make sure they didn't gain power again. So they're really stretching it, and it doesn't look bad. And it's and it's kind of a- adding on to uh, a lot of what you're seeing. But you know, on the one hand, you have these issues, and the president constantly has these legal issues. I mean, look at what now you see out in Michigan, you who know, he, he said they say that he was influencing the canvassers to not certify the election, so the question that a lot of people that I'm hearing in New Hampshire have and around New England uh, is that, listen, do we want to deal with this stuff for the next four years or do we want a, a clean slate, a, a fresh face to kind of move us forward and not always, well, here's the next case and here's the next case, and that's what yeah. we're going to be dealing with for four years. But And I think a lot of what you see in you know, January 6th was terrible, and, but I think a lot of his decisions toward the end were poor, and as a result, of the minister's presidency and all the amazing things he did so yeah, it, it, it's very problematic, and, and and quite frankly, it's new law being written as we speak by people who were you know liberal justices and liberal people and liberal electors and people that control those those
0: states. So you're gonna get the guitar out and get ready and uh, stretch out a little bit. You got a big show this weekend at Wally's. It's a very popular place, Hampton Beach. I uh, got some buddies that love that place and love the owner. So tell us about uh, Scott Brown of the Diplomats getting a big show tomorrow, huh. mentioning speaking to Nikki Haley.
1: Yeah, listen, we got hired by an independent pack. It has nothing to do with Nikki. And they said, hey, listen, will you come and be the entertainment? i are like, yeah, sure. So we're going to go three to five tomorrow at Wally's. It's it's free open bar, food, et cetera, if you want to come and learn more. you know, I have nothing to do with it. Um, but it should be fun. Obviously, we're, we're certainly prepared. And uh, Al Fleury and his team do a great job. And we're actually uh, there at uh, New Year's. We have a big New Year's bash uh, where we'll, we'll be there for all wee hours of the night. And, yeah, recently we opened up the Skid Row out in the Lynn Auditorium and, and really have a great following and getting paid well and, and really enjoying ourselves. And it's a great outlet, obviously, if people like classic rock, you know, come on down and uh, and have some fun. So it's pretty, pretty pretty, simple. And we'll be actually doing the, uh, the uh, New Hampshire GOP hired us uh, the, at the GOAT in Manchester the day before our final our, uh, election to come and bring out and bring some entertainment. So we're uh, thankful to chris and, and them for bringing us on we're excited to do that as well
0: hey fun stuff keep the music going and phone into politics if it's all good and good and have fun on the uh, entertainment side thank you scott brown get the shopping done uh former u.s senator senate candidate doing some political analysis good one and a half to the pulse of an age. merry christmas
1: merry christmas to you all thank you bye